Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. It's Ollie here. And well, thrilled to have you. If this is your first time here and you're learning a foreign language, make sure to hit subscribe so that you get these uh, these episodes delivered delivered directly to you. If you happen to be listening on the website as well, uh, it would be better for me and for you, actually, if you search for I Will Teach You a Language in your podcast feed, whatever app you use, whether it's uh, Spotify or the Apple, you know, the iPhone podcast app, whatever it is, go and search for the uh, I Will Teach You a Language podcast on there because it would be, uh, helps to... Well, it's just more convenient to listen to, to be honest. And with that, I thought I might actually ask you guys a little favour, because it's been a long time since I've done this, and it does help, and I just forget all the time. So, uh, I can you guess what it is? <laughs> I used to ask this all the time, and I've kind of forgotten in recent months and years. But anyway, I would be very, very grateful if you could leave me a little review of the podcast on iTunes or Spotify. Now, can you review podcasts on Spotify? I have no idea. Whatever app you use to listen to this, would you mind shooting me a quick review? It's really, really helpful because it helps to show um, the podcast people, whoever they are, that people listen to the show. And so all you've got to do is literally open up the app that you're listening to this like right now, go into the, uh, the, the show, so choose the show. You might have to pop out of the episode and into the, the kind of show menu, the I Will Teach You a Language show menu. Scroll down until you see something that says Rate and Review. And if you could leave me a little review, I'd be very, very grateful. I go back and read all of them. Um, so I'll definitely look for yours, and I might read out some nice ones from time to time. But anyway, just it takes a... Just uh, 15, 20 seconds for you, but it's uh, it's really powerful for me because, uh, you know, it just helps to get that little bit of extra exposure and um, helps me to uh, stay motivated to keep uh, recording these podcasts. So if you have been getting any value from these, then I really appreciate a quick rate and review. Again, it takes less than a minute. You can do it from your phone and um, you will have my undying and enduring love and respect and thanks and gratitude. You get the idea. All right, then. I'd like to thank the wonderful sponsors of the show. Now, today's question, coming up very shortly, uh, is about pronunciation. And pronunciation is one of those things that you really do benefit from fixing right at the beginning. If you're just starting out with a new language, uh, do yourself a favour and fix your pronunciation from the start. It's a lot easier than having to unlearn bad pronunciation later. And one of the best places to do that is going to be italki, because with italki you can get on Skype with a teacher and take lessons uh, very conveniently and easily, which is a great way to work on your pronunciation. So you see how I'm kind of tying that in there to the topic of the show? Pure genius. After 300 episodes, uh, I'm still finding new ways to uh, to describe the benefits of italki, of which there are many, 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 many. All right, then, to get a free lesson, you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. And with the credit that you get there when you sign up, it's enough to try out a couple of lessons um, with some teachers. So go ahead and do that and enjoy, please. All right, then, here's Lewis. Hi, Ollie. Uh, thank you so much for your help. I'm Lewis from Watford. and currently learning Italian. I've started a language exchange on Skype and it's very encouraging and I enjoy it a lot. I've been told to work on my pronunciation, um, especially with my R's. 
Could you please advise me on the best course of action? Grazie. Ciao. Hello, thank you very much for a cool question. Uh, you're not far from me, actually. I live in London, North London. Um, I don't know if Watford is considered North London or not. I guess it's kind of northwest, isn't it? But anyway, uh, good to have a question from 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 <laughs> from closer to home. Okay, so Italian. Um, now, I uh, for those of you who are new to the podcast, I did a project to learn Italian um, last year. I documented the whole thing on YouTube, and you can find that uh, if you go to Ollie Richards. I go to YouTube and search for Ollie Richards Italian. You can see exactly how I learned Italian uh, and in quite some detail, probably far, far more detail than you're interested in, but that's there anyway for, uh, for your, for your viewing pleasure. And uh, Louis, I'm thrilled to hear that you have started a language exchange because it's like one of the best things you can do once you start speaking, uh, you know, everything else sort of gets better from there so well done and for taking the leap because i know it can be a bit like nerve-wracking as well and what's happened is that your language partner has suggested that you work on your pronunciation which is completely normal uh so assuming that you're at the early stages as well then uh, it's a great time to do that as well because pronunciation is always better fixed early than late uh whilst you've got a kind of fresh clean slate as it were and you can imprint the language on your mind so pronunciation you know what i've actually been thinking for some time about making a pronunciation course of some kind but it's kind of I've, I've, i haven't figured out the best way to do it to be honest with you um because it is one of those things that's quite quite tricky and i think there are a few different areas that come in here so one of the principles, and this is a principle I always mention whenever we're talking about pronunciation, because it's just, a, it is the kind of universal truth. Pronunciation always begins with awareness, which is to say that you, in order to pronounce something correctly, you've got to be able to hear it. And what that means is, if you're studying in a very traditional way, where you're doing a lot of textbook exercises and stuff, you're probably not spending that much time actually listening to Italian. And it's important that you start to spend as much time as possible listening to Italian because it, it, it's in the exposure to the language that your ear is going to get used to picking up the sounds of the language, right? So if you can't hear those sounds, the different sounds of the language, you're not going to be able to produce them yourself, right? So first thing is to start listening to a lot more Italian, um, you know, beginner stuff is fine. What if you've got beginner textbooks that come with dialogues and things, you can start to listen to those, um, we have Italian Uncovered coming out in a couple of weeks' time, actually. You can go to italianuncovered.com uh, for that, although that is aimed at beginners, though, so it might be a bit below your level, Lewis, if you've been learning for a while. But one of the features of Italian Uncovered is that right from the beginning, we give you tons and tons and tons of listening because that's how you develop that strong pronunciation. So you've got to spend a lot of time listening, and it's really important that you kind of focus on trying to pay attention to the different sounds and uh, noticing how they differ one from the other. Now, as a fellow English speaker, Lewis, you may well be kind of subject to um, a phenomenon that I think us English speakers have more than other people might. And this is the kind of embarrassment factor, the weirdness factor that we English people seem to have about speaking other languages. And I think it's, I think it stems from our sort of problematic relationship with the French and the fact that the way that the French speak in terms of their intonation is very different from us. Like we are kind of very monotone in the way we speak with not much expression, but, but in, in French, like for the French have a, a whole sort of suite of 
sounds which in english come across as very arrogant you know the, the, the kind of french sounds with ooh, ooh, you know this is <laughs> anyone who's speaking like that in english like comes across like it doesn't sound good right but it's totally normal in french but as a result like us english speakers we have this kind of embarrassment if if we if, when we start learning a language like french because we have to come up with all these sounds that sound a bit weird in english um that and the fact that you know the kind of stiff upper lip and all of that right kind of makes it uh, difficult for us to really step into the shoes of another nationality in terms of the language itself and so that just for us that makes it all the more important to spend lots of time listening because that's how you're going to just acclimatize your ear to the sounds of this new language so you've got to kind of be willing to really imitate what you hear you know and try not to let feelings of um, any any kind of feelings there beneath the surface like affect if you hear an Italian speaking in a very expressive way, like you mimic and imitate that as closely as you can, because that's going to, it's really important to sound convincing in Italian to, um, to kind of, you know, open your mouth and go up and down and like properly, um, you know, speak in that way, you know, you know, that kind of stereotype of an Italian speaking with all these big hand gestures and things like that. And you've got to get into that character because that's, otherwise you're always going to come across, like an English person speaking Italian, basically. So that's really that's that's really important. So in terms of actually how to do it mechanically, um, having a teacher is great. Um, your 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 conversation exchange person might be able to do that as well, especially if they have some teaching experience. So they can um, they can help you hopefully identify like some of the places where your 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 pronunciation might be a bit off. Um, they may or may not be able to do that. I mean, a good teacher will be able to do that. It, it can be one of the things like, you know, I really don't think you need a teacher to start learning a language. Um, but the one thing that teachers can be very good for is pronunciation um, because you kind of get a bit of personal attention and like, fix that stuff from the beginning, right? Um, so your teacher or your conversation exchange partner might be able to help you with that. But one of the things that you could, that I think is really, really helpful is to record yourself speaking and then listen back. So you can, for example, um, just literally turn on your, 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 your iPhone voice recorder and then just record yourself having your Skype call. Right, so when you're talking on Skype, assuming you're using your computer, then just get out your phone and just record yourself at the same time and listen back. It's a bit painful because it all, it's always a little bit different to how you think it's going to be. You, 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 you're sort of speaking, you're thinking you're sounding like really Italian, and then you listen back and you're like, oh my God, it's like nothing, nothing like what I thought. It's like I'm just not articulating myself. It's quite painful, but it's a brilliant way to, again, raise that awareness of, of, um, of how you're actually speaking. So you, you could do other little exercises like have, you know, set some, you know, write out some phrases or, and then get you, you pronounce it and then your exchange partner pronounces it and then record that and listen back to it. Look at the difference and really try to just do everything you can to, um, to just copy that and imitate the, everything about the, the pronunciation. Remembering that pronunciation is not just about the individual let letters and sounds of the language, but also about the intonation. So how your voice rises and falls over the the course of a sentence like this sentence i just said kind of drops at the end my sentence is now dropping at the end like in a downward curve you see um but it's not always like that 
like that sentence. It goes up. It's not always like that. So this is intonation. And the more you pay attention to that and the more you kind of embrace that in your own speaking, you know, these are all essential parts to speaking the language properly. So um, I would definitely record yourself as much as possible and go back and listen to it. The other thing that is a problem, especially for English speakers, is vowels. Now, when I've worked, I've worked with a lot of English speakers, whether, you know, American, Canadian, whatever, as well as British, Australian. We all have the same problem, which is we tend to swallow our vowels. That's because in English we have this thing called a schwa. And a schwa is like a kind of a sound that replaces the sound. So, for example, in the word mother, the sound, the letter at the end of the, of mother is actually an, an E. So it should be mu- so a Spanish person that says that, that sees that word, will pronounce it mother, mother, my mother, right? Because the the E that they see should be pronounced eh, according to them. But of course, we don't pronounce it like that because we have this letter called a schwa, which is like a uh sound, which replaces lots of, not always, but replaces, will often replace any vowel which is not in the stressed part of the word. So for example, mother, the stress is on the, First syllable, uh, mother, ma, the. The the, the second syllable of mother, is unstressed. So because you've got a vowel in the unstressed part of the word, what that does often is it changes to a, a schwa. So we actually, although we have five vowels in English, E, A, I, O, U, we don't really use that full um, expre- that full range of sounds often because uh, we just substitute it for this schwa sound that's just a kind of catch-all uh. Um, like, admittedly, that's another one. Again, the A at the beginning, it's not admittedly, it's ud, we just say admittedly, uh, like that. So the point being, you should pay attention to your vowels. So when you are reading words in Italian and you've got these different vowels, A, E, I, O, U, you have to really pronounce the hell out of those vowels, like really articulate them, ah, E, I, O, U. Like, again, it sounds weird to us because we're not used to being so articulate, right? But you've got to do that. And the vowels are often a dead giveaway for uh, native English speakers. So that's a little tip there for you to focus on. All of this stuff, again, you've first got to start by listening an absolute ton so that you can recognize these sounds. And then secondly, you've got to, I, I would recommend you record yourself and listen back to try to just start to notice where the way that you're speaking in reality differs from the way that you think you're speaking. All right. Now, as for the R, my, my advice for the R is just don't worry about it. The reason being, you're going to find it difficult. It, it always takes time for everybody. It took me two years to get my R. took me two years. Uh, I, I tried to do it with Spanish initially, couldn't do it, got really frustrated. And then one day I was in the shower or something and it just came just came out just came out and I could do it I realized oh my god I've just done it and then I just did it like a hundred times to cement it to like cement it in my in my brain and was walking around for the next week just going in case I forgot to do it um you know you can speak Italian perfectly well without rolling your r your teachers will tell you your exchange partners will tell you that yeah that should be a rolled r but it doesn't matter you will never um be misunderstood because you're not rolling your R's, okay? To get get as close as you can and just don't let it bother you. That's the really the best advice. But in terms of actually technically how to produce the sound, the thing that really did it for me was the understanding that 
it's not about the it's not so much about the position of your tongue although that is important your tongue has to kind of be pointing upwards towards the palate but the thing that really produces the roll is actually the volume of air that's passing through your mouth so the the single most helpful thing you can do to get better or to get closer to being able to roll your r's is to send more air out through your mouth kind of breathe faster or more heavily if you like because if you try and do it with no air moving passing through your mouth there's no there's no energy right there's there's nothing to kind of to 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 respond to but if you can kind of kind of be do a kind of big chesty breathe out like you're kind of emptying your your diaphragm so don't breathe from your neck but breathe from your stomach practice kind of doing this big belly breathe and then once you got used to that then start to put your tongue into position and then just try everything you can just to like try and get it to move to, to roll it won't happen straight away unless you're very lucky so you just got to keep going all right tons of little tips there i hope something in there uh, helps you lose good luck with your italian if you would like to leave me a question of some kind on the topic of the show then uh, you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask and there's a widget there where you can leave your question now at the end of every episode i like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show and uh, last year i published a book of italian short stories with teach yourself and uh, not just italian we've also done uh, french german spanish russian and english and uh, as you know 16 more books are coming out this year so um why am I telling you this? Because the audio is also available for these books. So you may or may not be uh, an, an owner of one of these books and you hopefully knew that the audio is also available. But, but for some reason, I always get emails from people saying, Oh, yeah, I loved your book, but um, can you please make audio? And I reply by saying, we have audio. We It's very uh, well produced and it's been available the whole time. So go and, go and have a look for it and you'll find it. It's on Audible, iTunes, wherever you go and look for it, you will find it. And um, the way this relates to today's episode is, the uh, this, obviously the book is completely narrated, so that is tons of listening practice. And especially if you are at a kind of A2 to B1 level, so you're kind of a post-beginner or advanced beginner level, then these books are as good a way as any to start to get really good uh, listening practice. We have top-level professional narrators narrating them, and they speak and articulate very clearly. So it's a great way to um, to wrap your ear around the the language. So if you would like to get one of the audiobooks, then you can go to iTunes or Audible, um, and you can search for Ollie Richards' short stories, and they will come up. We've got a few different ones. Um, you might have to scroll through them now because i think still like the old editions are still kind of mixing up a little bit with the new editions but anyway um they're there if you if you, if you look hard enough and uh, yeah if you get it and you uh, and you like it let me know i always like to get uh, feedback from from people and if you hate it let me know too because if you do happen to hate it it's actually quite useful for me to know why um, but you won't hate it i guarantee you'll love it especially the italian one i really like that one <laughs> anyway that's it for today thank you so much for uh for listening Show notes for this episode will be at iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash episode 300. 
And yes, I am aware that it's episode 300 and that we haven't done any kind of big bonanza show for the 300th episode um, like we did with 100 and 200. The honest reason why is that I've just been too busy to put something together. But in spite of that, I would like to thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your support over the last 300 episodes. It's a hell of a lot. I surprise myself that I've managed to do it, but um, I am very happy that uh, we've come this far. Uh, I'm grateful to have so many listeners and to have all these great questions coming in. Still can't believe when I started the podcast, I worried I wouldn't get enough questions. (laughs) And now I'm like six months behind. Who would have thought? Anyway, that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you back for another 300 episodes very soon. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. You know, one of the questions I get asked most often about language learning is how to improve your memory. Because things get so much easier when you learn new words and you don't forget them later in conversation when you really need them. So what I decided to do was to put together a a short email course. It's a three-part email course over three days that teaches you my favorite techniques for memorizing vocabulary and actually putting that vocabulary into your long-term memory. It's a short course, three days, it's completely free, and if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free memory course.